Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fighter Pilot Podcast. My name is Vincent Aiello. And my name is Brian Sinclair. Excellent. Well, welcome, Sunshine. Where are Thank we? Thank you, Jello. Well, we just happen to be in Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada. And this is going to be a different episode because we are where? Tailhook 2018. Tailhook, yes. The annual convention and Indeed. meeting of tailhookers, if you will. <laughs> I will. Naval aviators. And what do we do here? It's an awesome chance for a reunion and also a fantastic venue via panels to have the uh, senior officers talk to the junior officers to kind of get a, uh, a good cross-section so everybody knows the direction of naval aviation. For sure. And like you said, it's a reunion. I mean, you can't walk five feet here without oh seeing yeah. somebody yep, 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 that yep, you yep. haven't seen in years. It's, uh, it's a high school and a college reunion all rolled into one. You betcha. And the funny thing, I think, by the way, is even though we're big bad warriors, you <laughs> see all these man hugs all night. That part's oh, pretty funny. Dude, it's, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tonight, it doesn't matter. No, for sure. So anyway, everyone, what we're going to do, this is going to be a different episode. We're going to air this on September 11th. Mm. And Sunshine and I are at Tailhook, as are many of our previous guests. Uh-huh. So we're going to see if we can find some of them. We are going to ask them what's new in their world since the, we heard from them last. We might even record a couple shorts with various people who have something interesting to say, but maybe not entire episodes. And then you and I are going to do some side stuff that we don't need to bore everyone with, but you know, work on developing the podcast, maybe get some more leads, get some more ideas for topics, et cetera. Absolutely. So, Target-rich environment here. Yeah, for sure. And there's just a lot of people here, and they've got food, they've got refreshments. And you know, this is actually, if you were a Tailhook member, which anyone can be, this is open to the public, sort of. It's open mm-hmm. to Tailhook members. So you and I should probably you know, talk more about this as it gets close to next year's convention, because people might actually find this interesting. I mean, they've got all those, what, displays over there? Yeah, it's almost like a job fair of sorts. Almost like, uh, for me, it'd be going back to high school with a science fair, mm-hmm. in that they have all sorts of little booths. And the booths are the vendors or the contractors. So you got anywhere big from Northrop Grumman down to small subcontractors like the Cobham Systems is here for the, the works, the uh, oxygen system, our breathing system in sure. the F-18. And some of them bring simulators, so you can yeah. check out the latest platforms. They bring giant scale models of missiles and aircraft. It is pretty impressive, all the props they bring, and then the swag, right? The swag, yeah. explain that. The swag, so uh, you check in and you actually get a backpack that says hook on it, and then that's the backpack that you're gonna use to go around and collect uh, pint glasses, right? Or T-shirts. And, and T-shirts, that's, yeah. Stickers. Yeah. All sorts of what I would call gee-dunk. So that's right. Are our listeners familiar with the term gee-dunk? I think I've used that one before. I don't know. but Is know, that on the glossary on the website? If not, we will add it. We will add but it. But gee-dunk uh, can be things you eat or it can just be things you collect and are fun, right? Yeah. So just a, a little trivia here. So for me, gee-dunk at the Naval Academy was, it was food because you'd go to the snack machine and you put your quarters in the snack vending machine and it would make a gadunk gadunk sound and then you'd push <laughs> C4 and get your Snickers bar. Okay. So here it's going to be food, but it's also all the t-shirts and various sundries we can collect. So why don't we get out of this spot we're in and go to see who we can track down and we'll stitch some stuff together at the end and we'll give everyone a wrap up before we get out of here and we'll come back and do it again next year. Absolutely. And we'll maybe go a little bigger next year even. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I've got some ideas for how we could collect some more information from other people out there that might want to contribute to the podcast. So Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm excited. Excellent. Well, let's go press the flesh, as we say. (laughs) As we say. I hate that expression. (laughs) Let's get out of here. That's right. (laughs) All right. All right. The first person I found was episode 23, Chuck Sweeney, Distinguished Flying Cross episode. How's it going, Chuck? 
very great. Uh, Tailhook is a fantastic event. Everybody ought to come who can qualify. You betcha. Well, we talked about that right before we came and found you, Sunshine and I did. It's a great big reunion. You see friends, old and new, and it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. I've seen guys that uh, when I first came in the Navy, uh, just saw Tom Habert, former CNO, who's here, Des Laird, World War II Navy ace, shot down both German and Japanese airplanes. Uh, Royce Williams, who shot down four Soviet MiGs in Korea. Wow. As all kinds of... All here under one roof. Here. And you've been coming for how long, to Tailhook? Probably ever since they... I didn't make the 91 Tailhook. <laughs> okay. But, but I went to the two that were at uh, the town and country in San Diego and... I can't say I've been to everyone since then, but I've been coming pretty regular at least the last 15, maybe 20 years. Outstanding. All right, so you and I recorded our interview back in, I want to say February. I think it finally just played in August. What's new in your world, Chuck, since we've all heard from you last? I'm still staying busy with the uh, Distinguished Flying Cross Society. Uh, there's actually a kind of lucky here tomorrow, there's going to be a Navy fighter pilot who's going to be awarded a DFC. Oh, here at the Tailhook Convention. Yes. Very cool. The, the uh, air boss is going to award it to him, and uh, I think it'll be fantastic. It's For sure. It's been, been a while since. Good. Hmm. All right. Well, it's good to get an update. You look great. You got your old, not old, but is this a flight suit you wore in? This we, we called them party suits. We also <laughs> called them something else, but I won't okay. say that. All right. But it was tailor-made in 1972. Okay. And I can still wear it. I can't eat very much when I wear it, but I <laughs> check it out like a week before I come to Tailhawk just to make sure whether I have to go on a crash diet okay. or not. <laughs> well, it looks good. It's got your VA-212 insignia, your name, your wings, and rank. I'll have to get a shot with you here after we hang up. So great seeing you, Chuck, and we'll see you around Coronado. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Uh -huh. All right. I tracked down episode 20, Kevin Miller, after the cockpit, I believe, was our episode. And people are familiar with you, Kevin, because I've been talking about your latest book. But what's going on in your world since we saw you last? Well, we published Fight Fight uh, just last week. Okay, and, uh, so it's so fresh it, off the press. It, it is, and it's in the, the Kindle uh, Top 100 in its genres, climbing the... The, the charts there, but uh, Fight Fight is uh, set today, and it is the big air-sea battle that we, we talk about and prepare for in the South China Sea. Which is a very tenuous location. I actually started the book um, through the first act, and it jumps right in. So this is your interpretation, perhaps, of one way a conflict could happen in that region? One way. And, you know, World War One started with some damn fool thing in the Balkans, as, uh, right. as Bismarck said. And, and uh, you know, it was an assassination. And, you know, months later, all of Europe's at war. And, and so uh, something bad happens in the South China Sea, a small covert act that escalates. Okay. Now, just out of curiosity, from I know ideas probably jump around in your brain on a book, but what would you call the level of effort from the day you, no kidding, started Fight Fight until it released in terms of hours and months 
and whatever other effort that wow, went into that's, that. You know, can you quantify it? A, a lot. And and uh, gosh, <laughs> that's how, not quantifying. How can I quantify it? Um, uh, you know, in 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 man days. Uh, you know, for six, seven, eight months. I mean, it, it's, uh, you know, you're uh, a thousand words a day is a, is a benchmark. And, right. and so that's going to take me a couple, three hours, but also just the, the hours and, and days of research. Research. And and I'm, I've never deployed to the South you China You said that State. in your acknowledgments in the yes. book. So you had to rely on friends. And and, and and so, you know, talk to a lot of guys from lieutenant to, to four stars about uh, the region, you know, their their impressions. But, but read a lot about China and about the society, its history, uh, the current Paul Mills situation there, you know, how they view the world, which is different, of course, than how we view it, and, and learning about the, uh, the modern order of battle. All fascinating. Yes, for sure. Okay, so has that been your, has that been what's consumed you for the last six or eight months then, or what else you got going? Well, you know, I, I do my consulting thing for uh, for Jacksonville Jetport, and uh, we're doing some some good work down there. Uh, VFA 106, which is the East Coast Replacement Training Squadron, is going to mm-hmm. go down there and do a strike detachment. Just uh, like old times, up, they used to be based the, down there. They you were, yeah, were with absolutely. Them okay. but, but so they're going to do a detachment there. Cool. And uh, th- this is a civilian airport that's uh, that, that has that's right that, that has an ability to, to host military. So uh, we're going to exercise that in, in a big way. Um, and then uh, starting my research already for my next book, and this is going to be historic fiction about the Battle of Midway. And that's I've right. got, a, got a passion for for that story, and uh, you know I want to tell the human story of yep. what those guys are really experiencing. We talked about that briefly on your episode ep- twenty. So yes. Excellent. Good to hear. So you're, so you're not taking a break now, huh? You're going to get right no, back into on, the next on one. On Monday, I'm motivated to do my thousand words. Okay. Well, and Tailhook is always a fun time. We've had other people do their shorts with us as they catch up on things. And you enjoy coming, too. You, you see old friends, right? And my 15th year in a row. Wow. And, and it's, yes, it's, it's old home week. It's great to see the guys. It's great to stay uh, updated with what's going on and, and uh, always fun to see people. For sure. Well, good. Well, thanks for taking the time to come over and update us on what you're doing. And we've got your book proudly displayed on our shop page. Hopefully people are picking it up. I know they have. I think one fellow already listened to the entire Audible. So uh, we look forward to your next book. All right. Well, thanks hey, for you know, uh, watching us with your time. Give me a, a Goods and Others uh, debrief on, on Amazon or directly if, if you like. But, uh, but but thanks a lot, Joe. And thanks for what you're doing, bringing uh, fire aviation to the public. Well, we're both, like we said before, kind of doing the same things, just in different mediums. Yes. Excellent. All thanks. right, Hoser. Thanks for having me. You bet. All right, I am standing here with Hal Schmidt, call sign Bull. You are not a past guest, but we want to get you on here anyway because you have your wine company, which I'm sorry to say, you have to tell me how to pronounce it. You know, I pronounce it uh, Volatus. Volatus. Volatus, but it's a 2,000-year-old it's dead language. Uh, Volatus means flight or flying in Latin, so uh, most folks can, if they can't pronounce it, they just say the tus. Okay. So, Bull, you and I have known each other for coming up on, what, 25 years? We met in flight school way back when. Early 90s, uh, doing some crazy things. And then we were in Top Gun together. Then you went back to Top Gun. Uh, What I'm wondering is how did you go from being a fighter pilot to being a vintner? You know, that's a great question, and it's somewhat of a – I'll make the story quick. But the Navy fighter base, I think you've mentioned the primary one in California is in Lemoore, which if – not to disparage Lamore too much, but there's not a huge amount to do there. <laughs> With that said, it's a great place to fly, awesome place to raise a family. But uh, when I was relatively young, the, the thing to do was to drive from Lamore over to Paso Robles wine country. And I just got hooked up with it there as a junior lieutenant and kind of kept that passion going until after the, that second tour of Top Gun, decided to get out and make wine full time. 
Excellent. But that's not the only thing you're doing. You're still dipping your toe in some military stuff, and you're like a photographer too, right? You know, I did. When I, when I got out, the, the plan was to make wine full-time, but I ended up buying a photography school. And the, also, the, the plan was, of course, to make a clean break from the, from the Navy and do other things, but they always get their hooks back into you. So yeah, I'm doing some uh, Super Hornet software, some F-35 sim training. Uh, you, you can never get away. That's uh, so true. So tell me about the branding of Volatus. Yeah, so, so Volatus, mean of flight, we wanted aviation and, and really Top Gun in particular becoming such a strong part of our lives. And, and you know that's really formative and it shapes how you do everything from that point on. Uh, we wanted a wine brand that was aviation-based but not kind of over the top. And so initially we put uh, Volatus out and kept it relatively subtle. And fortunately a good buddy of mine uh, named Tobin, Tobin James, who runs uh, Tobin James yeah, Wine, so kind of a big guy, <laughs> he said, hey, you know, uh, Bull, you've got a great story there. And what sells a lot of wine is a killer story. And so we took in about 2014 and, and rebranded the wine, kept the same name, but uh, updated the labels and also started to name some of the wines after uh, very transformative events in my past. For example, the, the Top Gun Cuvée or the Fox 3, which I'm sure your listeners know is uh, the call fighter pilots would make when they launch an active radar missile. But for me, that was my first lecture at Top Gun and I put it on a wine bottle. And so we, we brand everything, or most everything, uh, with the exception of one wine, as aviation, aviation wine. I know the two don't go together as long as, well, as, long as you're not flying with the wine. If you have to get them in the right order. Exactly. <laughs> Aviate Fly and first, then wine. There you go. And then you wait at least 12 hours. But uh, it, it's definitely an aviation branded wine, and it, it's resonating really well. Indeed. And you supported very generously my retirement ceremony a year and a half ago. Thank you. And now you make available to my listeners your wine. It's uh, for sale, of course, at your location, but also you can ship it, right, to like 37-ish? I think we, we ship to just under 40 states. I, okay. I kind of keep loose track of that, but right. we do. We've got that link on Fighter Pilot Podcast. Folks are using it, which is cool. Good. And hopefully they enjoy the wine. Uh, the the big wine so far has been the Top Gun Cuvée. Mm-hmm. And everybody seems to like it. It's a, it's a crowd pleaser for those that are wine folks. It, it's a Cabernet blend, yeah. and it's, it's delicious. Excellent. Well, they can get on the website under the Shop tab and look for Volatus, now that I know how to pronounce it. And they can click on there, and you even offer a very generous discount for the listeners. We do. I think we're 15% discount on there. And I think what, what folks will find is the wines are, have a great price point to begin with because my target audience are, 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 are pilots, aviation enthusiasts, and not super high-end business folks, so we understand that uh, where you spend your money, you want to do that wisely, and with your, with your discount and our price point, it's, it's a good value. Yep, the code is FPP18, and they can find that on the website. And Bolt, you being a photographer, I know sometimes I see your pictures, you take a lot of pictures of eagles, so I want to give you this little coffee table book, it's called American Eagle, the listener can't see it, but it's got some really awesome images there, and some stories about eagles, and it's just a little tribute there for you, for our friendship, and for everything you're doing, but it's been great, and uh, if I don't see you before, we'll see you back here at Telic next year. Sounds good, I hope I'll see you before then, maybe at the uh, Top Gun reunion, That's right. a couple other great things coming up, I uh, appreciate the eagle book, I do. Thousands of eagle pictures each year. Yes, I see them and enjoy huge them. Huge part of my life. Excellent. All right, Bull. Thanks, right. buddy. Jello, great seeing you. You too. All right. Take, care. Take care. 
Hey everybody, on this next segment, you're going to hear some strange audio. So it's not your system, it's ours. Unfortunately, we had a technical glitch that affects the audio, but I wanted to leave it because you can still understand it, even though we sound strange. And the bummer is I had to salvage what I could because we lost an interview with MIG Killer, Debriefer, Mongo, Mongillo, and we also lost episode two, Ferg, and episode four, Bloach. So I wanted to salvage what I could. Bear with us, and we'll get through this audio glitch, and then we'll see you on the backside at the end. Thanks. Okay, now I have Brad Elward joining us. He's not been on the show before, but we want to get a quick update on him. So, Brad, first off, welcome to the Fighter Pilot Podcast. Thank you. appreciate it. You bet. So, we actually met a couple years ago while you were doing research for your big project, and I just put a Facebook post out about this. You are working on... A big story on Top Gun. Tell us about that. That's right. I'm working on a book that will be hopefully the the definitive history on the Top Gun school, Navy Fighters Weapons School. Uh, We're going to be covering the founding of the school and bringing it forward to today. And it's it's going to be an in-depth coverage, really, that hasn't been done before. Uh, Everybody's seen Scream of Eagles, or Scream of Eagles, the book. And you're familiar with that. Um, That kind of took the book up to a point and stopped. And so this is meant to be a deeper coverage and a complete coverage, at least up until 2018. Factual stories, everything? A lot, yes. Factual base. Uh, one of the problems that we've had is there's not a lot of documentation uh, that's available for the early years up until they moved in 96 up to up to Fallon. Right. And so uh, I've taken what I have been able to get from the archives, and I've coupled that with over 300 interviews of former instructors, uh, commanding officers. I think I've interviewed somewhere around 30 to 33 of the former skippers. There's been about wow. 40. So we've got a lot of uh, perspective, a lot of uh, what was my window in the school. And I'm combining that with the documents that I have and trying to put it all together. Excellent. Now, you're not new to writing books? No, this will be my 13th book. Wow. Yeah, I've written on the Super Hornet, the Hornet, quite a bit. Um, I started out covering the S3 Viking, which was the first article that I did for World Air Power. Cool. And turned that into a uh, book later. Okay. And then uh, I've done F4 MIG Killer books for Osprey, uh, covering uh, the Navy F4 engagements in two volumes. Uh, that's actually where I met some of the founders doing that work. I met Mel Holmes. Um, he was one. John Nash. I interviewed him as well. And uh, when when the idea came up when I was doing my Super Hornet book back in, I think, 2009, I was interviewing the Top Gun skipper at the time, and he had just visited with them on the 40th anniversary. And he said, you know, uh, nobody's really touched this and brought this uh, story up to date. That'd be a good project for you. And uh, I, I called a couple of the guys I'd met during the uh, Osprey book, and I said, what do you think about this? And they're like, oh, this is overdue. We need to do this. Cool. So uh, I, I put it in gear, and so I've been working on this for seven years. Wow. And when's it going to be ready? It will be ready in the fall of 19. Fall of 2019. Yep. So you're going to just barely miss the 50th anniversary of Top Gun, plus Top Gun 2 will be coming out about the same time, or Top Gun Maverick, I guess they call it. Yes, but- actually, uh, Top Gun Maverick, I understand, has been uh, pushed back a year. Oh, it has. So I'm going to kind of split it. You're going to split the two. Yes. All right. And so what it also is going to allow me to do is this book will be a very detailed assessment. If anybody's familiar with my Super Hornet book, it'll be of that caliber. A lot of footnotes. I'm over 2,000 footnotes already. So uh, what I'm also going to do now is do a smaller version of it, which is more for general public consumption, which will come out when the movie comes out. Oh, excellent. All right, so this is going to be the big authoritative book, not just on Top Gun, but on weapon schools as well? 
Yes, one of my plans is uh, is to the last chapter of the book will actually be a larger chapter. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to tell a condensed version of the story of all the other community weapons schools in the Navy. So there'll be a discussion of havoc for the Growler community. There'll be discussion of, of Seawolf, uh, Cause, the Maritime Patrol Weapons School. The Viking uh, had a weapons school. That's back. right. So all of those are going to be discussed. And what I tried to do is I tried to find some of the founders uh, of those schools and the instrumental people that got those, uh, you know, the ball rolling in those communities. And I asked him really, what was your uh, Vietnam MIG moment in your community that made you realize we need to do this? And so I, I'm trying to incorporate that into each one as well to give a little bit of perspective and tie it into Top Gun. Very cool. Well, we are looking forward to that coming out next year. I know someone already had made a comment on Facebook about pre-ordering, but it's not a limited run. There will be plenty of them, and they'll all be available, and we'll know the price then. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. Well, we'll make sure to let everyone know. In fact, I should probably, on our website, we've got a page for books, and I should list some of your others. I assume they're available on Amazon, right? Absolutely. All okay. of them are available on Amazon. Great. Well, we'll throw some links on there, and people can check out your other work. Perfect. Brad, thanks for coming over and talking to us. Thank you very much. Okay. All right, I packed down episode nine, Willie D. Driscoll. How you doing, sir? Fine, thank you. Great. Well, it's good to see you back again. And I think before I stuck a microphone in your face, you said you'd actually heard some people say they enjoyed the podcast that they heard with you and me. I heard many people. I, I've got a number of very nice emails from folks and and uh, a lot of a lot of good feedback so i think you did a great job by conducting the interview well thank you for that but you're already a public figure you've got your speaking and your book and other things that you're doing what's new since we've seen you last or heard from you last oh i've probably given 10 keynote speeches since we last met i was out to china lake uh two weeks ago spoke to a room full of PhDs. Uh, they're working on the new air air and air service weapons of tomorrow. Very cool. A very, very interesting, uh, smart uh, group of people and, and very patriotic, very much all in for what we're doing and want to wanna make sure that people like you and I, the next time we do it for real, it's an unfair fight in our favor. There you go. Okay. Well, I had uh, Brad Elward here talking to you a second ago. He was buying one of your books, and he's working on another book. Are you, you have another book in you, Willie D? I do. I'm actually, um, my publishers asked me if I would consider writing my memoirs. So I actually uh, recently completed um, about two-thirds of the way through uh, the chapter outlines, which are about a page and a half. So we're in the early stages and, and working on that. Excellent. Any idea when that could come out? That is a good question. <laughs> uh, it, it really, it's on the, the writer. Uh, the first book, it typically took... Uh, 10 to 12 hours a day, uh, six days a week for 18 months to get that into a, a position wow. of, uh, ready for the publisher. And I, the question I ask myself is, am I prepared to do that again? Because uh -huh. I already have a full schedule. So right. I'm, I'm sure I'll figure a way to make the time. Well, in the meantime, you have your peak performance or peak business performance under pressure here uh, that you're making available to Tailhook patrons. And we've had it f featured on the Firepot podcast page. And I think you sent a couple autographed copies to folks, didn't you? Uh, we've, we've sent more than a few. I've, I've heard from a number of your listeners. Okay. And, and anyone who writes me a letter or contacts me is going to, uh, I appreciate that they took the time to do that. And we're going to take the time to get back in touch with them. Outstanding. Answer their questions and sign anything they want us to sign. Okay. Still going up to Top Gun? I just got back. I was up there four days ago, and I just finished my 30th year and 120th wow. class. Well, we'll see you next May for the big anniversary, I'm sure. The good Lord and willing in that's San Diego. Right. That's yeah. right. Excellent. Well, thanks for coming back on the show, Willie Dean. We'll see you in San Diego. We appreciate uh, being here. Anyone that's interested, uh, feel free to go to our website, www.willydriscoll.com. 
You can buy the book off the site. Uh, if you do it that way, then you can get it personally signed by me. Excellent. And they can also book you as a speaker, right? They can. Uh, they, on the website, they can see what it looked like in front of a live audience <laughs> and see the types of folks that I talk to. Excellent. Well, I hope people will take you up on that. And, th and thanks again for having us. You're welcome. All right. Well, once again, I apologize for the crazy audio there. My 17-year-old helped us make it sound as good as possible, but there's just so much we can do. And it's, uh, again, a real bummer because not only did we lose some interviews with various former guests, but Sunshine and I had a nice wrap-up as well, and unfortunately all that was corrupted and unsalvageable. So I'll just do a quick summary here of what he and I talked about, and we'll get him back soon. We need to update everybody on his retirement and what he's got going next. But anyway, just regarding Tailhook, so first off, I have an interview already recorded with the executive director, Greg Keithley, callsign Chaser, but... We actually did it before the show even launched. We did it over a year ago. And so some things have changed. It's kind of aged out a little bit. So at some point, we're going to do a full episode on the Tailhook Association and give you a peek behind the scenes on that organization. It's a really, really great association. And as far as the annual convention goes, you know, Sunshine talked about it at the beginning of this little intermission. But just to put some teeth to it, I want to read for you a couple of the different meetings and panels that they had. So for example, on Thursday the 6th, they kicked it off with an air wing helicopter operations meeting or panel, I guess. And then a Naval Aviation Enterprise update. That's the NAE. That's simply how the whole gambit of Naval Aviation, like the Airboss talked about on episode 16, how that all runs and in some cases operates like a business. And then they had a junior officer warfighting panel. They had a PERS 43 brief. PERS 43 is just the particular division in the Bureau of Naval Personnel that deals with detailing pilots to different jobs or billets. Then they had a winging ceremony. So in light of our past episode on flight school, some of those students actually came out and were winged at Tailhook. That's pretty cool. Then they had a junior officer call with the chief of Naval Air Forces. So Bullet Miller, who replaced Mike Shoemaker, who was on the show with us, as you recall. And then they had a panel on future carrier air wings. They had a membership meeting, a flag panel with some aviation admirals, and then a banquet dinner to wrap it all up Saturday night. So great time. It is every year. And I hope you got a little flavor of it here on this intermission episode. So we will return to our normal scheduling on the 21st, just between tailhook and the local move that I'm doing here with my family in San Diego. We're in the middle of boxes right now. We just needed to take a little break. But on the 21st, I have an episode recorded on the MAGTAF, or the Marine Air Ground Task Force. Because as you'll hear, Marine Aviation is a little bit different than Navy or Air Force. And it's also a fantastic segue into the Miramar Air Show that I have been helping promote. And I've really been kind of pushing this one because I'm going to be there, as I've mentioned before. Now, the air show is Friday to Sunday, September 28th to 30th, 2018. It's always the last weekend in September. And I will be on Saturday to the 29th at the air show, and I'll be mostly hanging out at the Semper Fi Chalet. So if you want to come and rub elbows with me and possibly some of my past guests, I'm not going to say who yet, partly because I want to keep it exciting, but also partly because I'm not sure who's going to make it yet. But we're working on that. But if you go to miramarairshow.com slash tickets, you can find entrance for the Semper Fi Chalet. It's about $135 a 
$5 a day. But for that, you get great viewing of the show. You get shade, you get programs, you get food and refreshments, and you get to hang out with us. So take a look at that. But if you don't want to do that, just a reminder that admission to the air show and parking are both free. And I will go, as I alluded to earlier, I will go hang out outside of the chalet under the right wing of the C5 Galaxy. That is the biggest, grayest airplane you will see out in the static display. So if you go out there between 10.30 and 11, and then again between 1.30 and 2, I will be wearing my Fighter Pilot Podcast polo. You can come look for me. Don't look for Sunshine. He's going to be on a little bit of a retirement honeymoon with his family. And I will be hanging out there. I'll bring some stickers and magnets, maybe even some other dunk. And I'll look forward to meeting everybody. And maybe you can pry something off of me there. So anyway, I know some of you have already commented on Facebook. You will be at the Miramar Air Show. I look forward to meeting you. And so again, Saturday, September 29th, either in the Semper Fi Chalet all day or under the right wing of the C5 between 1030 and 11 and 130 and 2. All right, so an abbreviated episode this week. I hope you enjoyed a little taste of Tailhook. We will see you on the 21st for the MAGTAF. Until then, you take it easy. See ya.